according to that green monochromic uh, television monitor. Uh, now it's an all the way montage. All the way. And they're dancing on the elevator. <laughs> hey, floor's down below. Hey, right, we're looking for the training floor. And, yeah, that's ground floor. Chicago Great Lake. Wow, look at that special effects. Print Center, wasn't that the name of the program? You can make all this stuff. Which one? It was Brotobun Software, and it was like, you can make banners. Remember we had a uh, dot matrix printer, and you could... And uh, you I had it like... Yeah. I remember you that. Had to the yeah. But there was a uh, really popular software, and it was like Printmaker or something like that. Where you can make uh, banners or posters or whatever. Not familiar Ooh, with. Yeah. I'm too technically advanced uh, over you. Now I, <laughs> I'm an idiot because it's Lake Michigan. I looked it up. It's Lake Michigan. I'm a it's not Lake Erie. No, that's probably like I don't know. I don't know where that is. It's Lake Superior is Canada. I don't know. All I know is that it says on a crossword puzzle, Lake Blank. And I go, eerie. And I look yeah, at the letters, yeah. and there's four letters. So I go, yeah, there you go. Eerie. That's got to be it. Yeah. Eerie, Indiana. I never watched that show. It's not too scary. You, There's always uh, similar you know, ones in the crossword puzzle. You know, good words for them with lots of vowels that they can hook stuff on. Eerie's one of them. Now what's happening is she's got her trading badge, but nobody will trade with her. Fuck you, little girl. Oh, right, because she fucked it up. No, not because she... Not because she made a mistake. It's just her first day as an actual trader, and nobody's respecting her. Oh, well, street fight. Hey. So there must have been, like, you must know something about the market. Like, to make your own movie and to cut right in to get someone to talk about, it seems like they know what they're talking about, or at least they, you know, they know the market. Like, I would have no idea. You told me, write a story about the market. I'd be like, uh, okay. Uh, People wear... A little Google. A little Google. A little, oh, yeah. A little wiki here and a little, you know. Okay, so one time I wrote a screenplay about some shit I know nothing about, and that's the Canadian political system, okay? Just a little Google, you find out all the positions. And it's, it, I, I, I did it. I nailed it. Yeah, you know what it is? It's like some fan fiction. Like, you know, I wish Canadian government would work like this. Elf party and dwarf party. Yeah, I do like elf party and dwarf party as well. Check this Uh, out. In the 1960s, right, the CIA put sleeper cells in Canada to raise children, have children as Canadians, and those children would be spies of the United States. They would all go to the assembly, you know, to the, the legislature, the parliament, and they would vote that Canada joined the United States. So the CIA is like supporting their campaigns in the background, you know, and getting them all into parliament. And they voted to become a state of the U.S. And my hero, and I was thinking of Tom Cruise when I wrote it, realizes the plot and he stops it. It's a thriller. 
Tom Cruise plays himself and he stops your vast conspiracy. <laughs> Canadian is into, I'm into deep. No, really, I don't know who I am. Yeah, it, that it, sounds great, Carl. It's from watching The Firm, I got the idea for the film. And Tom Cruise was the hero of The Firm. So when I started writing it, I was like, yeah, I'm writing The Firm. <laughs> well, who else, you know? <laughs> or Tom Cruise would save the day. The firm is great. You know, they're like, we're going to give you a house and a car. Yeah. No strings attached. Except yeah. for the mob. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. All right. I guess there's a fighting on the dance floor. No fighting on the dance floor. Hold on a second. I, I, I'm mixing. Okay. So she's right. got at risk $400,000 of the firm's money, but she's got the tip from Nike. She knows what's up. So the the husband or boyfriend or whatever came up and was like, you got to stop what you're doing. And she goes, yeah, I know what I'm doing, and, chase, and shoot him away. And he was, you know, it's a lot of money, but he did. He backed off. He, oh, wait a minute. He's back. Maybe I'm wrong. Oh, no, he was just telling uh, her the uh, stakes. It's $400,000 in 1989 money, Casey. Oh, my God. Can you imagine this? Back then, that was like at least for, uh, how much, 400000 Yeah, that's $400,000. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. I mean, in 1989 dollars, that was worth 400000 <laughs> Okay, so look at that disillusioned. Now Sally Kellerman. Yep, there she is, Sally Kellerman. Yeah. Sally is Yeah, she's our Star Trek connection just because right. we need one. You don't think uh, Grandpa Howard was on the Star Trek series? Uh, he was in a million things. Um, I don't think, I think I would have caught that. Yeah. Let's see. I love how, like, you, you work on the, the floor all day and then you just go to the nightclub at night. Where do you live <laughs> in Chicago? Uh, Howard appeared in many notable films. Cool Hand Luke, Chinatown, Splash, Ed Wood, Apollo 13. How many of these are directed by his son? Independence Day, A Beautiful Mind, Cinderella Man, Frost Nixon, Cinderella Man, right? Nebraska and Matt yeah. Rose. A lot of those weren't. Nebraska and uh, Independence Day. I mean, those, those are plenty fine without Ron Howard's input. Yeah, uh, he was an actress. Oh, gosh, I can't really say that. I don't really know that's true. Let's see. Judy Howard died in... Okay, he died eight days after his 89th birthday. It was West Nile virus. It was heart failure spurred on by West Nile virus infection. His heart stopped. That sucks. Yeah. Anyway, there was no Ron Howard when there was Cool Hand Luke in Chinatown, right? He did do Splash, but I'm saying Rance Howard was a working actor um, before his children came along. Yeah. 
now Dean Stockwell is finally getting like she's getting the best of him every now and again. He's starting to respect her a little. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. It's just like a uh, he was a child actor at MGM um, Compulsion in 1959, Sons and Lovers in 60. Uh, he was in a Catherine Hepburn, Jason Robards movie. Um, he's been at it a long time, Dean Stockwell. Yeah. Yeah, he did a lot more there. So, I mean, what I'm saying, like, he must have done, like, tons of television as well. Like, the fact that he got on Quantum Leap must have helped him a lot. Just, you know, a second career and just kind of a, a great way to make some cash. And Yeah. Uh, look at this. Look, you see what he did? He complimented yeah, he's on the line. factor, but now the thing is, it's 1989, so the film didn't make... Like, they were just like, that's his personality. And you and I know, like, that's kind of piggy. You're, you shouldn't do that. But she, but it was a show of respect. She was like, good job. Now, look at this movie, Fake Stuff. Oh, she's blown up on oh, television, and she's in Time Magazine cover girl. I mean, it's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Yeah, her and Donald Trump. Now, what happened? Where's the guy? Who's talking? I'm a couple seconds behind you, right? Um... They're sitting in, at Lake Michigan. She's on the trading floor making trades. You oh, see? No, I'm, I'm watching. Yeah, I'm, I'm two seconds behind you. Okay. I'm not even. Okay, we're just having more love and romance, and it's getting to the point in which um, she's going to tell Nike, I don't care. I'm going to marry him. You see, we don't really have. Look, she's got all her money now, so now she has. A mansion and he can't handle it right now this is the lincoln park uh, zoo right and at 12 o'clock every day these seals get up and do lincoln park songs i love it that's right because it is lincoln park yeah that's right oh there's her nike and then the zookeeper well, gets up and goes, one thing I can't deny, never, never, never try. Keep that in mind, I've designed the rhyme to design a good time. All I know, oh, I know, oh. It's a great show. You should see the matinee. It's at noon at the Lincoln Park Zoo. <laughs> Who opens for them? <laughs> I got to think of some quick, funny joke. I know, right? I can't think of it. I love to set up jokes for you that I can't figure out anyway. <laughs> Not like I have a backup on that one. And the otters. Marcy who Playground. Opens? The monkeys, that's who. Who who opens for them? The monkeys. The monkeys. Oh, they are the, open. the monkeys. They open for the monkeys. Okay, so now it's like I am going to marry him. I'm do I or I'm not or I'm out. You want me to do this for you? I'm marrying him. Come on, we're partners, right? Oh, so, man. Boom, here we are at the wedding. And, of course, Nike's going to come and fuck it up. Not really fuck it up. She's going to make it a big happy party, actually. Anyway, look, they're so happy, but there is just no chemistry between them. 
Right. Yeah, so, they are like a happy couple. Like, you, you'd be at the wedding like, yeah, it's not going to happen. Look at them. There's no chemistry. Is that a canopy? I'm starved. I give it five years. If they have to, to be ten. Oh, we're on table six. They could hear us. <laughs> Here we have the boring wedding band. And so she zaps them with the whammy jammy and turns them into the greatest, coolest band. Oh, man. I'm telling you, like, you know, problematic movie. Cool. Look, entertainment of dancing. Dancing with so the guests. It's like, it's just like, you know, bedazzled. Do you see that? The, 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 there's a Brendan Fraser, Elizabeth yeah, version. Yeah, that Michael in the one. original. Yeah. Yeah, with Peter Cook and Dudley Moore. Yeah. So is this kind of like it? Like there's a, uh, a nebbish and then a uh, uh, devil kind of just goading him. The nebbish and the devil does good somehow. I don't think Bedazzled well, really does good. He just survives it. It is like that film, but I can't. It is like that film. I don't know what Nebish is, but like she's a pure soul. Oh, like a nerd. No, she's no nerd, but she is like a decent human being. And that's why she won't be corruptible in the end, even though she's been playing along for herself. She's like, I'll be right back. And it's like, hello, this is the receiving line. You can't leave. <laughs> oh, yeah, there she goes. Yeah, now... Oh, really? I'm that far ahead? You don't see the dump truck? I see her calling the dump truck. Here comes the dump truck. Probably. Okay. So Come you're on. not so far okay. That's full of soybeans. <laughs> She's going to have them dumped. It's a political statement? It's a screw you for marrying that guy statement. Now nobody's going to be able to get out of the driveway, get their cars out. Worst wedding ever. I hope she's on a bridezilla because spilled soybeans on the <laughs> lot preventing your guts to get that is a oh, you're a mother in law. Jane Fonda is mother in law, monster in law, Jane Fonda monster in law. Yeah, she's no, a monster. monster. If, if it was Jane Fonda, is monster uh, mother in law, you'd be like, Oh, what a sexist film! But it's monster in law, it's a sexist film, right? It's like, there's no. It's a mother-in-law movie, and like, oh no, it's not a sexist film because it's the story. It's a woman's story. It's not told. The hero is is uh, what was what's J Lo is the hero, and it's a and lots of women can relate to like having a mother-in-law who's extremely disapproving. I mean, the thing wasn't written in a vacuum, right? It was, it's a. But it was, wasn't like she was like uh, overbearing, like and like oh, you know she she would kind of force her hand on everything. Like well, she loved her son, like, and and J Lo wasn't good enough for her son. That was the whole right. Yeah, I saw that movie on TNT, I think, or maybe it was uh, TV. you know what? Right. I had bootleg TBT, which is a bootleg TBS TNT channel, and they had it, and it was like, yeah, I guess I get it. Well, it was just a dumb movie. Uh, right. I don't know. It was a throwaway movie, something yeah. to do quick. She was divorced from what's his name. Okay, so we're missing this film, but we're not missing too much. Right now, it's she's asking, do you believe in God? And, you know, like, 
she hasn't ever told him she made a deal with the devil, but she's trying to like figure out if he's religious. Oh, right. Like before we marry, like, you don't mind, like, Brad, do you, you look kind of Jewish. Are you Jewish? Did you change your name? Well, they're married. They're married. Oh, there we go. That's right. They got married. That was the last scene. Duh. Oh, my goodness. I forgot to ask. Are you Jewish? Tell me you're not Jewish. No. No. Oh, I forgot to ask you. Did you sell your soul to the devil? Yeah. I didn't mean to tell you, but the honeymoon was so much fun. <laughs> I have a Yom Kippur joke that works. You want to hear that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I want to hear Yom Kippur joke. Okay. Write that. I already ruined it because I, you know, I kind of gave away the punch to tell you it's a Yom Kippur joke. So you have to not know it. Yeah, right? I, okay, so I'm up there and I'm like... It, <laughs> I'm like, I'm complaining. I'm like, it, it never rains, but it pours. It, it, it never rains, but it pours, right? And then people go, uh-huh. I go, if you're Christian, if you're Christian, if you're Jewish, it never yomka rains, but it yomka pours once a year. <laughs> you must atone. That's a great joke. Oh, because, yeah, you got to fast for the day. And when people hear your, your uh, you know, kapoor, they're like, ha, 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 oh, that pains. I wish you much younger riches in your future, because right now you're younger poor. You said you gave up the punch for your younger poor joke. You got to give up like punch and orange juice. It's not just you know <laughs> all beverages. Recently, I sat shiva for the first time. I re- recently I sat shiva. Uh, it was not. It wasn't too bad. I had a sweater. It was you know I, I had a few shivas, but I, you know it's <laughs> a little chilly. But I, I thought you were gonna. I thought you were going to say, you know, Shiva didn't appreciate it. She's like, get off of me. <laughs> That's Shiva. Right. Okay, so what's happened now is the devil's plan is drive the price of soy, soybeans up. So what she's going to do is drive the price of soybeans down. So she's taken other people's other she's doing trading on other people's account. It's completely illegal. She's faking those people are going to you know she's got tickets that are that are orders she never got and then ron howard's dad is catching her being like what the fuck little girl you're going to go to jail for that kind of shit it's like i'm trying to prevent world hunger she, nobody knows what she's talking about you know what i mean so she right. passed howard howard and does it she does it Look, you see how his heart All is right. pushing his heart? That will... I know, up. man. Yeah, we'll see that. that Mortimer, your, your brother. Fuck him. Turn those machines back on. Yeah, well, that's what's going to happen. He's going to have a a heart attack. Oh, she has a choice between selling and buying or helping out. Ron Howard's dad. Now... Everybody's buying from dealing with her because she's buying, 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 buying. So everyone's like, "Yeah, sure, okay, sell, okay, sell," and it's going down. Now All here right. comes Nike. See how happy she is. Well, I haven't. I, I, I she's wearing Nikes too. Yeah, she doesn't know that the plan is in reverse right now. I guess she's not really omnipotent. Right. Well, this is the first time she dressed up actually for the floor. Usually, she's like, uh, 
for free. She's like, what are you doing? And she's like, well, I'm doing what I was. I'm trading. Don't care. Are you blind? I see the price going down, girly. That's so cool. It's like in the middle of selling. You can just have a conversation. Well, if it's a movie, you absolutely can. So in the middle of the most decision based, like, you know, world rattling market. And because I'm like, hey, got time? Sure, I got time for you. Dean Stockwell's catching on now. She's buying, 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 buying. What is it that she knows? What is it she knows? Nothing. She's just going to get everyone bankrupt. Oh, um, she's pocketing right. it. Look. Come on, Oh, no. Oh, was it the chili dog I gave you for breakfast? <laughs> was it and the nacho cheese creamer. Yes. Can I have your orders? Would you give me the commission on your orders? I'll call you an ambulance. Okay. Okay. All right, you're an ambulance, Ron Howard's father. Oh, you called him an ambulance. All right, the devil does not approve. Do you want me to call you an ambulance? No, no, that's all right. Well, I'm doing it. You're an ambulance. Is that funny? Call you an ambulance. You know why I get a new five pieces of material each week? Because they suck. Because they all suck. Wait a minute. Are you using our podcast show to write jokes? You get a new five every week? I use life to write jokes. Okay, now look. Watch what she's doing. She's putting the whammy jammy on the indoor weather. Wait, what? Is she she's, storm? She's stopping the trading. You know, I have to say the special effects must have been hand painted on each cell, right? <laughs> yes. But it looks like Xanadu. In Xanadu. Stop it. Now this you know the, the editor tornado. The editor was looking at every take like Dean Stockwell was doing, waiting for the perfect ticker tape to go across his face, you know, <laughs> like that, like landing right. on the phones. So she's screwing uh, up the place so that no one can trade anymore. And then the deadline, the end of the day comes. Oh, so does she make money? No. No, she's ruined. Well, it's... Look at this. It's there's going to be a take two. Uh, she's not ruined. She didn't accomplish her goal. Now, is the SEC going to like investigate her and the woman who is uh, causing a storm in Lake Exxon? Yes. Yes. Are you, are you storm? <laughs> are you storm? I've heard about your superpowers. I do a lot more. I'm, not, I'm a lot more than just weather, indoor weather. So, okay. So she tried to get soybean market to crash, and she wasn't successful. She got interrupted, but it really fell, and she lost a lot of money for the company. So the husband puts her in the cab, it puts her in the limo, and has a talk with her. Like, why can't you talk to me? Communicate with me. I'm your husband. I'm your boss and partner. Why aren't you, you know? And then she explains that she made a deal with the devil. And when she does, 
Mr. Heartbeat, Mr. Love Heartthrob over here stops the car and yeah. abandons her. Like, you're a crazy person. You're crazy for making a deal with the devil or crazy to believe the devil exists? Right. Crazy to believe the devil exists. You and I know better, Mike, but there's a lot of uh, Gentiles, out, Gentiles out there. Oh, yeah. Hey, you know what? You know, uh, soybeans are Gentiles love. We call them goy beans. <laughs> I'm an honorary Jewish person because I worked for four Israeli companies and one time had a serious relationship with the Jewish woman. Never mind it was high school. Oh. Who cares that it was high school? Who cares, period? I don't need to know. And uh, weren't you looking... Uh, you taught uh, me a lot of my Jewish she taught me a lot of my Jew chops. Listen, Would the limo driver be say funny? What? <laughs> Would the limo driver be like, guys, can you keep it down? Right. Well, he's like, she's like, he's like, stop the car. And she's like, don't stop the car. And yeah, he's like, make up my mind, Ray Charles. <laughs> so now, every now and again, you hear like a Stevie Wonder Ray Charles joke. Like, did you see his new car? Well, neither did he, right? You've heard that. Right. Uh -huh. So Ray Charles yeah, that does joke. that. Ray Charles does that joke right now. It's like, you know, because she's looking for Nike. Have you seen a woman? She's African-American. She's got her, you know, she's describing her. I don't know how she does it. And he goes, no, Ray Charles goes, is she black? Does she have, uh, what are those things you tie in the hair? She, he goes, yes, yes, yes. And he goes, I haven't seen her. And he keeps playing. Great. Well, it was the only funny thing in the film. Does that mean he actually knows her? Yes, yes. Because every time she's bumping into Nike, it's like on that block where Ray Charles plays. Okay, Nike is pissed. Sure. What do you call that tree? It's a Japanese tree. It's bonsai. It's real little. Uh, I think I, I have no problem with her hair is great. Uh, I have no problem with that hair. Oh, wait, what do you yeah, call that like tree? A oh, it's like the little tree. Bonza. Yeah. Bonza. Yeah, this is that's not her hair. Are you talking about her hair? That's her hat. The bonsai. <laughs> you is really this the have final like square off. Kind of. There's more. We're not done. But um, she's pissed off. And uh, Casey's going to pay the price a little bit. You know, Casey is Nancy Allen, and she married Brian De Palma. Oh, yeah. I, I, I mean, RoboCop is probably the best movie she's done, I, I think. But she's done some great movies with De Palma. And she That's, does a lot of great stuff. And she keeps popping yeah. up and stuff, too, which is cool. Um, but she holds she, a movie. Well... Okay, in RoboCop, she was great, and that's where I know her from, too. But she never really she, – she's the star in this movie, but she wasn't the star in Carrie. She wasn't the star in Philadelphia Experiment. Or, you know, she wasn't the star in RoboCop. It's just not her. Yeah, but she holds the movie together. I mean, there might be somebody who stars in it, but, you know, you're in a movie. And yeah. uh, it's, it can't be just a man a idol who kind of has charisma. You can hold it. Uh, uh, right. 
Oh, one movie she was the star of is very interesting. It was Dressed to Kill. Um, and she, check Doug this out. Like, she, yeah. She won a Golden Globe. She got a Glo Golden Globe nomination for New Star of the Year. But of that same movie, she got nominated for a Golden Raspberry for Worst Actress. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a weird movie. What I mean is but, like the the establishment said that was so good we're going to give you a nomination for a golden globe and the razzies were like fuck that you're nominated for worst right they they cut her down to size they took away her punch do you know they said no stinkers? punch for young kippur <laughs> do you know stinkers bad movie awards i didn't hear of that ever stinkers no yeah i know i know the golden raspberry <laughs> Okay, now they're talking about the crazy thing that happened on the trading's floor that got to a limit down, and look, she's being arrested, and it's a big news. Wasn't that guy we just saw? That guy, the guy we just saw, was he from Hill Street Blues? No, yeah, he, was, he was a real trader in the day. Oh, really? Well, he should be arrested, huh? <laughs> like real traders. Yeah. He's a real trader? Is that what you say? Chicago. Okay, so now, Chicago trader. <laughs> you traitor. So now <laughs> the old girlfriend from the runner days goes to pick her up and bring right. her to her house, which is getting auctioned off. She's lost all her money. The FCC, you know, she's trying to manipulate the market. She made it limit down. So now they're going to auction off her stuff and her, her rich person's stuff in her rich person's house. Isn't that depressing? That's the way it goes in the commodity market. How much for Thank this you. elephant man's bone replica? Elephant man bones, but the replica. But the replica, right. <laughs> and you edible. You have a golden bidet. Now it's 14 karat gold, 7 karat gold, but it is golden. It is a golden bidet. Now it is plated gold, but it is. Look, yeah. everything's priced to go. Her plant. Her Do you think what's classier, a golden, what's classier, uh, a golden toilet or a golden bidet? I guess a golden bidet is classier because it's the more rare thing, and you would only have it if you're a rich person. You'd have a urinal and a bidet in your bathroom. Well, the thing is, like with the urinal and a toilet, you are putting poop on you, but the bidet is cleaning the poop off of you. Right. Like, I think it's a better way to, to spend your gold. Now the husband's back, and she's like not doing a good job acting. She's like, I don't know what to say, which is maybe the script, but I'm saying there's no chemistry. Right. <laughs> I lost everything. He's like, you didn't lose me, because the script says so. I think the script is like, make your libertarian points and then uh, wrap the movie up. Yeah. I shouldn't have libertarian points. I, well, it seems like I need what? to watch this movie like three or four times to figure out what the what the real politics of this film is about. Okay, so what happened because she made the price drop is in an emergency, the government gives away the, the soybeans to third world countries because that makes them more scarce and the price goes up at home domestically, see? So what she just did was feed the world for a season. 
Wow. And not get arrested. Well, she did get arrested, yes. <laughs> for manipulating the jail? She went to... No, she didn't go to jail. It's like... Uh... She went to FCC game court. We strip you of your titles. You have to pay all the money. Now, what's happening right. is bad guy Dean Stockwell is there. The first, you remember the, the, the love interest caught the baseball and autographed it? Yeah, sure. That's the first thing he auctioned off, right? He expected like 20 bucks. And what he got, it was Dean Stockwell going $10,000. And they're like, ooh. You know, and so. Oh, and Ron Howard's $15,000. What they're doing is like giving her her money, like paying for. They're like being her friend, you see, saving her. Because they lost a lot of money, though. Maybe not Dean Stockwell. For some reason, like the they for some reason they they now are on board with her feeding the world. I don't know why. Now they didn't lose money because they sold them all to her, and she crashed it. They they got out, you know, as they as it was plummeting. So Dean Stockwell made money. So what he's doing and what are they're all doing is they were paying a lot of money for little items. It's like a smiley face on the end of the movie. Now she got reduced in rank, but she didn't lose her trading badge or something. And there she is. And look. The stripper runner is now like her friend, and everyone's giving her thumbs up. Even Nike. Uh, we'll see if it is the white supremacist okay sign. But hi, buy sell. What? Uh, sell. No, buy. So what we're having here is All a right. happy, 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 happy ending, in which everyone loves. As it always happens. Now, we find We're... out the truth. Nike goes to report to her boss, which is Ray Charles, but she's not a demon. She's an angel, and she was reverse psychologying. She She found a pure uh, soul. She found a pure soul on the trading floor and manipulated her to to fight against the devil and do what they wanted, which was feed the world for a season. Wow, she reverse whammy jammy. Yeah. Yeah. You can see how Ray Charles is. Wow. He's got the fire in his eyes. Check it out. I know. That's because when you have a street alley, you should always have a garbage can that you could set a fire into and then set a fire into it. It has to be like the steel garbage can. Yeah. Yeah, you get a lot of garbage. You know, a lot of garbage cans, you start a fire, they, the garbage can itself melts. So you have to find a good one. Like, you have to go yeah. to the beach and find one. Like an oil drum. Yeah, like an oil drum. Yeah, basically find an alleyway in Chicago with an oil drum, uh, cut the top off, throw yeah. in, I don't know, the Chicago Tribune, Chicago Sentinel, the, sometimes the Chicago Paper, Time Magazine. Yeah. And then lay that fire. Review. Uh, poor Ray Charles, he's acting in front of a fucking flaming fire. Like yeah. the smoke was, you, you, you performed in front of the smoke, it sucked. She was an angel the whole time. He must be an angel. Oh, Ray Charles is helping us 
say goodbye as the cast characters roll up the screen <laughs> in each event. I did not see a sitcom. Maybe I was wrong. Uh, I was probably thinking, no, I'm probably thinking of someone else. Yeah, I am, of course. Uh, and Sally Kellerman as a nightclub uh, singer. Carl, what did you think of this movie? Uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, it was, it had no chemistry between the love interest. And that was a really bad thing. I really liked her performance. Of course, I saw it with the sound and all the jokes she makes and everything. Um, I liked well, Lee Stockwell in it. I hated. You saw all the classes. Love What's that? You saw all the classes in there, like all the, uh, like the, the, talk about it, the economics yes. and just yeah exactly yeah, it right. seems like this movie was, it seems like the movie was made to get to that to get to those points like i don't know if it's an rant thing or just like they had you know they want to feed the world let them know it's christmas time and uh you know this is the way to go but it seems like this guy had an inside with a lot of chicago stuff which you know yeah. is nice to see especially if it's dated uh but I, again like again me mistaking uh the, the late uh, 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 I, 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 it's movies are right, but I, I do think there's a lot of like just racist kind of tropes that you see, like stereotypical tropes, like the, the magical Negro or the uh, African American playing sax on, on the street, you know, like or just uh, I don't know. But it was fine. It was, I don't know. It's a weird movie. I, I uh, ooh, sincere appreciation to the following. I'm a couple seconds behind you. Yeah, John Tesh's credits are favorite. coming up. Great. John, da 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 da. It's time for John Tesh's. Oh my God, John he's such credits. a joke. He wrote a song called The Soybean Shuffle. Oh my God. Yeah, oh yeah, it's great. It's The Soybean Shuffle. Yes, The Soybean Shuffle. Good up for the Dynatones, huh? They really rocked it. I didn't hear any. I didn't hear any of it. I, I you know. Was that the band that performed live, Dynatones? I don't, I don't know. I didn't find that in my research, but I might have not, you know, I might have stopped looking. Oh. All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, that has been our movie, uh, Limit Up from 1989, 1990. Uh, Thank you very much, Richard Martini, for uh, posting it, as is. We appreciate that. Yes. Uh, The director's cut no less with the cursing and the real-life blood. You know, there's a lot more blood in this movie than the edited version I saw on NBC, so... Uh-huh. So this was, it was cool. Uh, and I forgot a lot of details to this movie, so it was it was strange to see. But, uh, yeah, that's that movie, either Christian or Foul. So uh, next week, uh, I have an idea. Maybe I could look for it in real time <coughs> on YouTube. Well, I found but, the trailer for it. If you find the real film and oh, yeah. it'll work, I can well, play can the you, trailer. No. So Carl, I had talked to Carl uh, right before uh, we recorded this to uh, uh, the movie. I, I found out for, through a friend that they discovered a uh, um, lost movie uh, shot in France during the 80s from uh, Jerry Lewis, and that it's posted on YouTube. Is that correct, Carl? Is what? I uh, Wait, did you? Oh, no. I'm, I'm kidding. Uh, next week, we're really excited for this film. It is, of course, we mentioned it during the show. It is, what's it called again? Wired 1989. But see if it's on YouTube before we play the trailer, because it's right. going to mislead. Now, the other Jerry Lewis one you're talking about was a French film, but we didn't get there. I never got the link. Well, I never found it. I, next thing you know, we were recording. Oh, one I of those see. Days. 
Yeah. The most, the best thing about today's episode wasn't the misleading stuff we're doing right now. It was that uh, I'm going to do that joke about 1989 money and I'm going to, you know, watch a movie at the zero plex and I'm going to call my grandfather an ambulance. Uh, yeah, two out of three of those jokes are great. It's going to be a killer yeah. open mic. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and, uh, Go on Twitter and write down uh, my joke about 1990 money, and then I'm going to write a joke. I I don't see it, Carl. I just see people talking about it, which of oh, course you know you, you got to talk about. It. All right. Yeah, we're really lucky. Like it showed up like for a split second, and then I was able to. Uh, okay, then in real time, look up uh, Jerry Lewis. All right, in real time, I will. I'm using my PlayStation Four. Here we go. The okay, Studios PlayStation 4. Jerry right, Lewis clear. movie. What year was that? 80s. Okay, so I'll just put 198. Hit oh, people can uh, look with us in real time, but they can also check out your site at carlsucks.com. That is true. Where you can find out uh, all the shows uh, at Scotty's in Scottsdale, New Jersey. Right? <laughs> In Springfield, Springfield, New Jersey. <laughs> Scottsdale? No. Springfield. Oh, I get the two big stuff. <laughs> I cannot find the French film, its name. Okay. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we will be back with a new movie. We'd love for you to check out Muni Radio, check out their live shows every Friday and Monday that airs. To check out the library of great shows that occurred during the uh, sixth annual comedy festival at Muni Radio, Muni Radio Show. And just, uh, uh, check us out next week uh, for a movie that we haven't picked out yet. Yeah. So, uh, Carl, thank you so much. Thank you, Mike. See you soon. All right. See you soon. Take care. Bye, audience. Oh, and also bye, audience. <laughs> Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike underscores. You know, I love going to restaurants downtown, turning your frown around, and like everybody, Paul's Countdown. <laughs> hey, I'm ready to crumb up. Now let's watch a full-length It is six o'clock. It is. It is time for progressive rock and roll here at the Gates of Delirium. I'm your host, Perkins Warbeck. 
And we are in for another two hours of excellent progressive rock and roll curated by me, a 61-year-old man who was raised in the 70s and who still contends like an old fart that that was the best decade for music that we've had since the Beatles. It's been downhill ever since. Um, So I'm here to do my part to resurrect and restore admiration and respect for the greatest kind of music that ever came out of popular American taste. That is progressive rock and roll. I should say English and American. We are here at the sprawling state-of-the-art studios of Mutiny Radio here in the heart of the Mission District in San Francisco, California. It was November 10th today, and it was a beautiful spring day. Gorgeous here. I don't know what's happening where you are. Oh, by the way, it's 9 o'clock in Connecticut and 3 o'clock in Amsterdam. (laughs) What it's worth. Um, So... I am Perkins Warbeck, as I said earlier. I'm sitting in for the previous fellow who is bobbing in a sea of uncertainty like Pip the Cabin Boy out of Moby Dick. He saw through to the undifferentiated truth of existence in the universe and therefore lost his mind. It's a, we're skating on the thin ice. Every new day, that's for, for sure. We hope our original sponsor comes back, uh, the original host, but there's no telling. So we'd like to thank um, a shout-out to our two generous supporter, supporters and believers in the idea of progressive rock and roll. That is Sackbutt and Crumhorn, the law offices for criminals like you, and Alfred at Alfred's World of Trousers. Alfred is bringing the trouser like no trouser has ever been brought. Alfred is resurrecting and restoring the very idea of trousers going all the way back to Bo Brummel, who introduced the trouser in the 1820s under the Regency of England. You remember that king who went crazy? George III, I think it was. Thank God for trousers. Thank God for Alfred. He's doing his part. Won't you do yours? Stop by and say hello if you're in the greater Des Moines area. Alfred's World of Trousers. We're going to start off with one of the titans of progressive rock and roll. Genesis. Everybody knows them. This is Genesis with Peter Gabriel. And Phil Collins on drums. Hard to believe, but he was an awesome drummer. He's in a wheelchair now. God bless him. This is from their best album, Selling England by the Pound, 1974. This is The Cinema Show.
dabs her skin with pretty smells concealing to appear.
Listen to the old one speak Of all he has lived through I have crossed between the poles To me there's no mystery Once a man like the sea I raged Once a woman like the earth I gave But there is in fact
That was the Moody Blues playing Tuesday afternoon. And we started off with the cinema show from Genesis's 1973 album Selling England by the Pound. My name is Perkin Wardback. I'm here at the sprawling state-of-the-art studios of Mutiny Radio. You can find us on the dial at mutinyradio.fm or pcrcollective.org. And if you're feeling lonely tonight, give me a call. I'm at 415-550-0511. That's 415-550-0511. Tell me what's on your mind. Tell me if you were enjoying the music. And tell me if you're lonely tonight. Explain to me why. And we'll have something to talk about. We are going to listen to a song by Gong called You Never Blow Your Trip. You are listening to Mutiny Radio.fm. Thank you. 
That piece of twisted beauty was You Never Blow Your Trip Forever by the band, experimental band Gong, G-O-N-G, an overlooked classic. Right now I'm going to play some of um, tried and true Gentle Giant. This is the advent of the Panurge. Gentle Giant coming from England in the early 70s. The very tip of the spear of progressive rock and roll, if you ask me. We'll see what you think. They're coming over Charlton Bridge. Look, do you see the man who is poor but rich? What do you wish and where do you go? Who are you? Go? Where are you? Where are you from? Will you tell me your name? You tell me your name? Rest a while, call me your friend. Please stay with me, I'd like to help. Then he said, How can I speak when I'm How dry? How can I speak when I'm dry? So bring me aid and I'll answer you. And I'll answer your dead friend in need. I'd like your help, please take me home. I'll stay with you.
carried him home and provided for his needs and his shelter. This day was done as no other has died. Faithfully their vow was made, and from that day they were as one.
That was Cosmic Warrior. And we're going to go continue with another track from Cosmic Warrior. Really soothing and hypnotic. What are we going to go with? You are listening to The Gates of Delirium. Stand by. I'll be with you in a moment.
That was Diz Dots by the band Osric Tentacles. That was just a lush wall of sound. Beautiful, beautiful space prog, you could call it. Absolutely luscious. Right now, I'm going to play to you something from a Belgian band that's formed in 1971. This is Popal Vu, and the name of the track is Vobist Du. Where are you? You're listening to The Gates of Delirium. Thank you. 
We've been listening to Poupal Vu. That was King Minos, the set, the second. And before that was Vobist Du. Vobist Du. The name of this album is Eins Jager und Sieben Jager. And we're going to listen to the uh, title track right now. Continuing on with Popal Vu, early 70s Belgian rock and roll, the way God meant it to be. You are listening to The Gates of Delirium. (laughs) 